Well, hello, my dears. It's been a while, and I must say that we had a little pause because we needed to reorganize the business. So we needed to stop creating a little bit of content, you know, clear our vision for the next quarter and next year, what is our strategy and everything that we're going to be doing for the podcast, for the website, for social media, for courses, for masterclasses, everything. So I really needed space and time to think and regroup and reorganize the thoughts. But the topic of today is the eight tips I'm going to give you to know your content is not working. Okay, because we all know that in order to sell or grow our audience, we should be having some content marketing, right? And if you're new to the game of content marketing as a new entrepreneur, or this is the opportunity actually for you to fix it. And you know what? I'm going to give you a little stats. Studies show that 70% of all businesses use content marketing, but there is a problem. Just because everyone is doing content marketing does not mean that they are winning at content marketing. So today we talk about those tips, right? And we're going to identify when your content is not working in your business. Hit it. Hey, I'm Veronica DiPolo. You are about to experience the new way to become the visible entrepreneur, to thrive in your business and in your life and standing up for what you want to create. A few years ago, I went from an overworked corporate girl organizing events to building an online business from home. After many failed attempts and many lessons learned, I understood what are the perfect ingredients to go from invisible entrepreneur to the visible entrepreneur I am today. And with the help of my Branding Momentum podcast, you'll discover what mindset shifts you have to take to have the visible mindset build the unique messaging to communicate with your potential audience. Get ready because here is where we say no to outdated society norms and we say yes to change. Welcome to the Branding Momentum Podcast. Okay, okay. Just because something is common or popular or important doesn't automatically mean that is not working. So is content marketing working for your business? That is a question that you need to ask yourself. I'm doing this podcast for those businesses who are doing their content marketing, just like they're being told, but they are not getting any results and they feel like content marketing is not effective. So why isn't your content marketing working for you? So I want you to think, here are a few things that are the most common things that you could identify right now that are not. So the first one is to not have a clear strategy. Like any other form of marketing, you need a strategy. If you expect to be successful, right? Which is totally, completely a belief that is something that you have told yourself that you need to be successful. And that is a belief, right? Marketing equals belief and successful, right? No, I've been so surprised on how many businesses lack a strategy for their content marketing and any strategy, actually, even a bad one. 
it's even better than a no strategy whatsoever. Because with a bad strategy, you can actually at least figure out what is bad and then change it, right? And with no strategy, you'll keep doing the same thing over and over. And you've been wasting your time and losing money and ruining your brand. So a successful content marketing starts with defining your KPIs, right? That is sounds so complicated, which is actually very simple, is your key performance indicators. And they actually, these are numbers that tell you the important things like the views, the shares, the traffic, your click-through rates, your conversions, and in some sort of way, you need to track them at least weekly, or if you want every two weeks or every three weeks, you know, so that you actually know how many people are liking my things, how many people are commenting my things. And I, please don't get caught up in the likes or the views. You need engagement, right? So that is very important. Try and track who is doing that. So your strategy should change over time. You should change your strategy when you realize that what you're doing is not as effective as it could be, right? And don't rely on a content marketing company to make your strategy for you because there are plenty of marketing companies out there, but they don't usually get involved in the strategy because in the end, I feel that that is your job. Their job is to sketch out your editorial calendar and help you publish and write your content, which some don't. So if you should be ready to write your own content or hire a copywriter, right? And they implement the strategy that you come up with for sure, right? These companies, that is what they do. And then publishing content is not a strategy. That is not a strategy. Content marketing strategy takes part of the big picture of marketing, you know, like the audience, the revenue, the profit, and the brand. And deciding to have a blog and write an article is not a strategy. It's the same thing as posting on social media and not tracking what you really need, right? Because if you are actually you know, creating a blog or you have a podcast or you have a video and you decide that you're going to be posting that, but you don't have a clear strategy. How are you going to move that piece of content and share it into the world? And you don't have a clear strategy, how people are going to get it and listen to it. Then you are simply creating content, but you are not having a strategy. Okay. So it's very important, which actually takes me to point number two. And point number two is engagement. And okay, I know you can quickly notice when your engagement is not 100% is when you see the numbers. Like I said before, we have been told that we have to track our metrics and our insights and the analytics. But one of the easiest way to know is to evaluate your post and see how many people do actually comment on your post, okay? And I want you to actually look at the people that are actually liking the post. Are these people that are in your family, your friends? Who are the people that are saying, I like it? And ask yourself, 
how many people have saved it and share your post. This will actually tell you what you've been putting out and actually what has been working and maybe what you should be creating more content that is like that. So if people have been saving things that you have put out, if people have been sharing, that tells you that you should continue to create content like that. If you have putting out content and people are not sharing, are not saving, are not commenting, and that is a clear message that something needs to change and you need to start testing, testing, testing. It's okay. But if the comments you receive are from your friends and your family and no one is sharing, again, no one is saving your content, then probably you have to be looking into the images as well, to the videos that you're putting out. What is the kind of message you are trying to pass on to people? Are they actually connecting? Which means that if they're not connecting, you need to go back into a drawing board and try to come up with different kind of ways to post your ideas, whatever you want to be doing. And think of the different post ideas and talk directly to your potential clients, which actually takes me to point number three, because this is actually very important. Number three is about messaging. Now, your content, your words, the way you explain your post, everything that you write, your emails, your website content, your brochures, all part of your business messaging ecosystem, okay? And you know your messaging is not working when there are crickets. That is a plain and simple right? We tend to be very broad when we describe an emotion or a situation. And we use words like stuck and mindset and overwhelm and and explain how we feel, you know? We need to use less words to embellish or exaggerate when we're talking. But when you write them, we tend to write them as if we are disconnected from reality in a sort of way. Or we write them in the third person, like who wants to listen to something that is in the third person? Come on, which is actually very odd to me, but uh, it's just my opinion and my belief. So here are more things for you to identify in your messaging and see if you are doing any of these mistakes. Maybe you write in a formal way opposite to the way you talk. And I had actually a podcast a very long time ago that I always said that the way that we talk is the same way that we actually should be writing. Because when we talk, we are straightforward. We use words that we understand, right? But when we write them, we become a different person. So try and find out what's happening with your messaging as well. So the other thing is that we don't persuade or give counterexamples to prove a point or a point of view, right? We actually don't give like an example to what I just said right now. Actually, I just explained that I had a podcast that I wrote about it. Then the way that we usually talk is not the way that we usually write, right? So that is a counter example or finding somebody that you know within your business or that they're doing something and you give them an example towards that, for example 
right? Or you speak in metaphors. I love speaking in metaphors, right? <laughs> but I speak, love speaking in metaphors when I'm speaking, not when I'm writing, which makes what we say to be not clear and for people not to understand because it's so broad. We have to use our imagination to actually understand what the hell you're saying, right? You can also be talking very technical with your audience or your readers and your potential clients probably don't understand what you're saying. And the other thing is that maybe you are talking to not so technical and your audience is actually very experienced, right? You're not giving them the benefit of the doubt that they maybe they know. They know, but you are treating them like a four-year-old. So you really have to understand who your audience is and what the kind of messaging you want to give them, right? So which takes me now to number four, which is storytelling. And who doesn't love a storytelling and a good story? Now, because we're on the subject of messaging, I need to remind you that one of the ways to know your content could not be working it could be because you are not applying any storytelling into your content, right? People love stories. I mean, they love stories. That's why we read books. Like, well, I don't read them. I actually listen to audiobooks, but I love that. We read about success stories, or we love to hear about past experiences or something that happened to them and they overcame that problem or something, you know? Those are the kind of things that people want to listen, right? They want to read about those things. So if you're not using a powerful tool of giving your point of view, no matter how controversial or intimidating, you run the risk of not creating connections. You run the risk of boring your audience. And nobody wants a boring audience, a bored audience, right? You run the risk of not involving them in what you do and what you offer. And this is actually one of the key things as well and ingredients that when you are creating content, these are the sort of things that you have to be mindful, right? Your story will always be unique. Your business and your story and your experiences and with your clients and your situations are all unique to you. So make sure you add a touch of a special you into your content, okay? And yes, it doesn't have to be all the time. Just test it and see what people say and if people connect with that, okay? So number five is the right niche, okay? And I bet you've heard this before, this phrase before, which is called the riches are in the niches or niche down to blow up. I actually use that one very long time ago. And I'm going to try to explain that. Okay. When you speak to everybody, you are speaking to nobody. Yeah, that's right. One thing that you need to do is to consider to who you're talking to. Who's your people? Like, who's your people? Come on. Who's your people? Who do you want to attract? Who do you want to sell to? Let me give you a little bit of an example. And this is a little storytelling, as you can see. You can say, I help introverts with video. But you could say, I help introverted moms be confident on camera so they can blah, blah, blah. And you can add the benefit and da, da, da. 
So you see how much clearer that is? I'm like, we're not talking only about I help introverts with video. And so what? You know, tell me more. You know, I want to understand who else because maybe I feel identified because you have to speak to the identities, to the identities of the people. We are all different. So you need to speak to them. So when you say things clearly that are tangible, that you can actually visualize, for people, it's a lot easier to connect with you. I mean, that connection is faster because what you do and how you do it, you've been explaining it so clear that they actually can see it and they understand it. So it's very clear that they can go like, oh my God, you're speaking to my soul. I am so that, oh, I can't believe it, right? Yes, that's why we need to, you know, niche and identify really, really like go down on who we want to serve our products, our services, okay? So if your messaging is strong and clear, your niche is clear, you will attract the audience you want. And those other that feel connected to your business will actually join because they don't have to be your ideal client, but there are certain things that they feel that they need, that they may follow you and rave behind you. I know these are kind of words that are very broad, but these are the kind of things that you need to actually understand when you are creating content. So that is the whole point, right? So, okay, number six, number six, I'm rambling here. Well, um, as you might have guessed, number six is value. And content marketing, it's about creating content. But the quality of the content is highly important, like really important. So if you put out content that is poor quality, it can ultimately, you know, make you look bad and hurt your brand in the end. I don't want to be the downer here, but it is what it is. So let me tell you a few reasons why your content could be poor. Maybe you are not writing the values when you're posting something. Maybe you're not giving the insights of what it could transform their life. Maybe you're not giving the behind the scenes. Maybe you don't have a special angle. Or maybe you are, for example, you hired a writer and that is not so experienced, which I see a lot of people. And the thing is that sometimes uh, writers, copywriters, they don't know very well your business and you have to do double the work, right? But if they are part of your business and they understand, they could be valuable to you, meaning they can actually make somebody change their opinion, right? Another reason is that your content could be boring, vanilla, or maybe you're just simply, you know, yes, we went to this, we did that. What is the value in you posting something that is like that? Maybe you're not giving them a point of view. Maybe you're not giving your two cents. Maybe you're not commenting on something that they would find interesting because maybe you're not adding the storytelling, your messaging. So be sure that when you are writing content, you give value. And when I mean writing, I mean everywhere. I don't mean only on social media. I mean on your website, on your sales pages, everywhere. 
everywhere, even on your product descriptions. If you don't give them the value on your product descriptions, like what are the benefits for buying this? Like, oh my God, this is going to turn your hair into an amazing, shiny, and use beautiful words and adjectives to describe things because people love to imagine things, right? But you have to give them value, give them steps and anything that can actually ultimately change their point of view and buy from you, right? And now number seven is that you are not promoting your content. And this is the quickest way to kill your content marketing and is to do nothing after you create your content. And let me explain you this. Um, some marketers think that creating content is simply creating content. And then what? And then what if you don't share it? Well, people will find the content, right? Organic traffic will increase. People will read it, convert well, we'll get more customers, right? Wrong, wrong. Creating content is only part of the content marketing. The other half of content marketing, of marketing, is promoting it. So I saw this as a problem long time ago when I gave this advice to businesses. Don't forget the marketing is content marketing. Let me repeat that just in case. <laughs> Don't forget the marketing in content marketing. So let's break it down. Content marketing is two parts, right? Content marketing and promote content. That is the way that you should be doing. So which of those two are you doing or not doing? So if you do a lot of promoting, but just a little of creating, then you are probably more successful than a company who does a lot of creating, but very little promoting, right? Because content promotions is just as important as content creation. So how do you promote your content? Here are a few ways for you to start to promote a single post, okay? You can actually, you know, create an email newsletter. You can do it weekly or you can do it monthly. You can build a marketing email that makes your audience, it takes your audience to a landing page where they can actually take an action or they can get an offer or do something, right? So for example, you can do tweets and you can do, pins and be sure to tweet it like several times, like ask for retweets or do the same with pins. You can do Facebook posting. You can do some sharing on whatever you're doing on LinkedIn. You can, for example, pitch it to influencers in your industry who can share your content. You can actually pitch uh, bloggers or site owners and ask them to share your content. Or you can mention your content when you comment on other websites and blogs without being spammy, of course, <laughs> without being spammy. But the important thing is that to remember about content marketing is that half of the work is creating and the other half is promoting. So your homework, because I hate getting homework, but I'm going to give you some homework, is that if you aren't doing any content marketing promotion, adjust your approach to spend a solid portion of your time on promotion. 
especially if you don't want to spend money on Google ads, Facebook ads, or things like that. But I feel that you can actually do them, honestly. I feel that it doesn't have to be that big. It can be something of a very small amount that you do every day if you want to promote something. You're getting eyes onto your content. If you don't promote it into all the ways that I said to you before, or or pain, right? Then nobody's going to know what you're doing. And the last one, and not least, is my favorite, which is number eight. You are not having fun. You are not having fun. You are not having fun. And I actually came up with this tune when I was doing my YouTube of this video, of this podcast, actually. And I said, you know what? You are not having fun. You need to light up. You need to enjoy doing your content. And everything that you seem that it could be painful and an awful day of creating content and dreadful and blah, blah, blah. You got to find ways to make it fun. And the more you put your personality, the more you put your enthusiasm about your business and how you do it and your behind the scenes and your stories and everything, then something starts quickly to shift, right? Because if we are in business, if we are entrepreneurs, we got to do what we do with enjoyment and fun and 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 not mean like fun and like tell jokes yeah of course if you want to tell jokes yeah i'm terrible at it i have a terrible memory just to remember a stupid joke maybe that i heard maybe this morning or last night i am terrible at it but if you're good at it and it can give you eyes or your personality is super i don't know sparky and everything then yes go ahead and include that. Have fun, have fun, have fun while creating content. That's it. And if you need to find ways for you to come up with brainstorming ideas and content creation and, and imaginative things and trying to be creative and don't think, don't think, don't think. Think to yourself, I am great. I am creative. Don't think, don't think I'm not creative. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Because you know your business in the end. You know what you want to sell. You know what your message is. You know your customer. So if you take all those eight things that I just mentioned and try and work something and spot the errors, then you are going to have a much better content strategy. So before I leave, I want to tell you a little bit about the new launch we just did, right? Because we were regrouping the business like I told you in the beginning. We just launched a freebie library. And this freebie library is for new entrepreneurs that want to start their business the right way with some templates and guides and courses and everything. And it's all free. And you can actually join right now with a email and a password and insight actually right there. You're also able to listen to the podcast as well because we're trying to create our free ecosystem of 
things that we do. Okay. So right there, it's for new entrepreneurs that want to have, for example, like templates to be productive and guides to attract your potential clients and mini courses, how to plan your marketing or how to use Asana as a project manager or how to use Pinterest. If you would love to get on Pinterest, but you don't know how, we have a little minute training there. And we also have like checklist for social media, the kind of images you should be choosing maybe for your website. And if you want to do a photo shoot, we're having all these templates, all these free stuff in one single place. You go in with one email and you don't have to be put in it Again, we have everything there for you, okay? So be sure that you go to the link in the description and go and sign up right now to the freebie library because we are going to be adding, every two to three weeks, we're going to be adding new, better trainings for you. And even if you're not a new entrepreneur and you've been following and you've been listening to me, and you think that some of these things that you may need, come and join us because my content is for everybody, for everybody that needs a little push, a little help, a little something to have a better life as an entrepreneur, to understand that whatever we are doing is to promote our business, organize our business as well. And, and yeah, and have fun while we're doing it, right? Okay, guys, I can't wait to see you. Well, see you. Listen from you. Oh, yeah. By the way, this is a long podcast, guys. Sorry. <laughs> It's been a month. Sorry. <laughs> we also have a survey of questions that we have in our new section on our website. We're going to leave it there so that if you have any questions that you want us to, you know, talk about on our YouTube or here on the podcast, you can let us know the kind of things that you would like to know, the kind of things you would like me to talk about. Okay, so let's do that. I'm going to leave you all the descriptions and I'm going to stop talking right now and see you when I see you. Bye bye.